0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are in Luxembourg looking to finish the job against Progress Scott Brown believes he's the man who will be lifting the Premiership Trophy come May And Fort William sends shockwaves across the footballing world by finally winning a game Two pundits who are hoping to finally win on Beat the Pundit tonight I'm sure later on Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson well Gordon It's been a long summer But we're almost there Two sleeps to go To the season kicks off And I can't wait A lot of talk No get out tonight <laughs> No no I'm going straight to bed <laughs> Listen there's been a lot of talk About signings Who's coming Who's going But the squads Look assembled There will be one or two Added to the squads But the majority are there And I can't wait Till it kicks off But tonight European football Takes centre stage Rangers and Luxembourg Aberdeen at home And uh both of those teams will be looking to progress I've always had my suspicions about adults who measure things in sleeps But anyway, let's yeah, move on sure Gordon like. DL, you're looking forward to it nevertheless <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be a terrific season, Gordon, I really do But uh, the serious part is obviously tonight to our Scottish clubs in action uh, You would expect Rangers away from home 2-0 Job not done completely But I'm very confident they'll get through Aberdeen, on the other hand, they're at home 1-1 Away goal advantage with a big crowd at Pitordre with Celtic already progressing, then I think we'll have three. Then we're looking forward to the big kickoff, the big weekend, the big seven o'clock with Mean Mushroom. Beat the pundit. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, actually, you two reunited after a long summer. Mark, does it yeah. does it feel good to be back with your your old pal? Oh, loving it, loving it. And he's, uh, I must say, <laughs> I w- listen to the show. <laughs> Gordon, you can describe what's going on here. If you listen to Tuesday's show, Gordon DL has just (laughs) unzipped his jumper and revealed the brand new Motherwell away top with number nine DL on the back. You are unbelievable. Now, I have to share the story. On Tuesday night's show, we spoke about how he fancied the Motherwell strip, but he would never pay for it, let's be honest. Um, Alan Burrows at Motherwell got in touch and said he was going to sort him out. But you obviously, you must have gone up and paid for that one today. Yes, I did. And the reason being, Gordon, we're away from home on Saturday. And I wanted, as Mark said there... Two, two sleeps to go And what made it so special tonight Was when I walked into the building He said to me You've not blagged a motherwell strip But let me say I didn't blag it I blagged two oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly can't believe He's kept us under wraps For him the entire time he's been in <laughs> And then just unzipped that oh, you look well great. I It look looks good. great on oh, you I must say It's beautiful yeah. Yeah. Listen, Go- buy it now Gordon Dale is Kitted up, ready to go for the new season. He's looking magnificent. Anyway, that was a bit of a nonsense start to the show. Let's get down to some serious stuff. 0141 951 That is the number you need. 25 minutes until kickoff between Rangers and Progress. Well, Progress and Rangers. The Rangers starting 11 is out. What do you make of it? 0141 951 1025. Gordon? Starting 11 Do you want me to run through it Remind yes, you Yes please I've not, not, not really uh, Alan McGregor in goal yeah. A back four of Tavernier Goldson Katic And Barisic A midfield three of Kamara Jack and Eribo Arfield and Ojo The attacking midfielders mm-hmm. If you like And Jermaine Defoe Up front So Alfredo Morelos Amongst the subs Now keen to get your reaction To that on the phones Get it in nice and early 0141 951 1025 I think it's strong enough Gordon There's a good balance to it 
um, Arfield, Defoe If you put the ball in the box Create chances He will tuck them away The first goal in this game Is so important tonight If Rangers get it Then it's probably easy street for them If they don't And they lose a goal Then they come under a little mm. bit of pressure But just looking at that side Cattage in there with Goldston again A lot of Rangers fans like that partnership I particularly don't um, I just think it's strong enough to go And uh, get through to the next round So simple question for you this evening To kick us off What do you make of the Rangers starting 11 And what are your thoughts ahead of this tie Only 25 minutes or so to go Is it going to be job done Are there any nerves, any concerns You tell us 01419511025 How do you see it panning out Mark? Well I think Rangers have got enough uh, Going by their pre-season games and their results uh, I think Stephen Gerrard has rotated his squad um, Pretty thoroughly um, and like Gordon says I think that team Has played together enough I mean the back four Were criticised at times last season That's out tonight But they've played together enough To, to go there and get the job done And let's be honest It, it should be a, a pretty straightforward night for Rangers I mean What happened two years ago I believe was a freak result You know the club was in a totally different place then And you know it just unravelled after that result I think with Steven Gerrard at the helm the, the way they finished the season last year The additions have made this year The club's in a totally different place So I think they should get through this one pretty comfortably 01419511025 Gordon do you agree with Mark? It's clearly a place which holds some pretty traumatic memories For some of the Rangers players and for these Rangers fans Most would acknowledge they're a much better team yeah. now with, with a different mentality But will that all... Yeah, yeah I, I sure will Gordon I think that just the quality that they've got in the pitch Plus the fact I think the quality that they've got in the bench To bring on if anything does go wrong That can change games Which they didn't have last season um, They've worked very well in pre-season They've had a terrific pre-season Yes, let's not get carried away as pre-season But I'm sure they'll get into this game This tie should be over Gordon because uh, they created enough chances at Ibrox But they also got the, the the worry When this team could have scored And got that vital away goal So they've really got to go Professional job Get that first goal That first goal puts all the nerves to bed And they will go and win the game And Mark, we know where we are in this country We know we have to play these qualifiers At this time of year But th- it does add an extra dimension for Rangers Because yes, you, you're picking a team tonight Of course you want to win the game You think a massive league opener Just around the corner mm. as well Particularly on You know Defoe up front in, Instead of Morelos Do you think it'll be as simple As Morelos then Comes in and plays at the weekend No uh, Not for me um, I think In pre-season Defoe's shown You know The the form that he finished Last season You know He's, he's scored a number of goals uh, I know he's getting on In his years But he still looks Sharp as ever With what's going on With Morelos just now uh, I honestly Wouldn't know where his head's at You know We're hearing reports that £15 million bids in for him And he's not to move back And Stephen Gerrard Having to come out to the press And say listen I want Alfredo Morelos To sit here and tell you And we've not seen it happen yet So where's his head at? And when you're going into the opener Against Kilmarnock A team that you struggled against Last season I don't know if Stephen Gerrard Would rather Jermaine Defoe Who looks sharp mm. and on it Straight from the off 
Well let us know what you think then 01419511025 On the phones Twitter is at Clyde SSB And don't forget all this week Well certainly the tail end of this week And at the weekend We're giving you the chance to win Over £500 In the second hour of tonight's show So stay tuned for that one I mean Mick Tick is already On Twitter He's got the right idea He says The moment we've all been waiting for all summer The mushroom And Big Beak Are back <laughs> He says Big Beak He's got that right It's getting bigger I think in the summer like, No it's not getting bigger so, uh, It's actually shrunk No chance uh, Jeffrey's a Rangers fan First up How are you feeling ahead of tonight Jeffrey? Well um, I'm Quietly confident <coughs> um, After last week 2-0 um, win And uh, I was a wee bit Anxious when they nearly scored So uh, a bit of deja vu I think was going to happen last week But it didn't um, The point I've been listening to the points about um, Defoe and Morelos I think it's right that we played Defoe tonight And have Morelos on the bench um, Defensively um, I don't think um, we're quite there yet Um because, as I said, there was a few mistakes made last week. They had a couple of chances. The goalkeeper kept them in the game. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm quietly confident. But looking ahead to the Kilmarnock game, we really need to play a bit better. Um, because I think Kilmarnock are a bogey team just now, especially at Rugby Park. Um, if we can get this game won on Saturday... It might go a long way to see if we're going to win the league. You mentioned defensively, Jeffrey Goldson and Katic, the centre back pairing this evening. Is that not what you want to see going forward then? Or yes, 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 it? yes. But I mean, it's still we're still playing one touch football. Um, like Thursday, there we could have scored four or five and do what did Celtic did last week. Um, we could have put it to bed last week. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident um, with the scoreline, but it could have been a, a wee bit better. Yeah, Jeffrey, I think um, I think Stephen Gerrard agreed with you there in your comments. But the plus side of it is it's two 0 It's not an away goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank goodness. And, yeah, and Rangers did create a lot of chances. I think they will create mm-hmm. chances tonight. Looking towards Kilmarnock on Sunday, I think it will probably, no disrespect to Kilmarnock, I think it will be the easiest trip Rangers nope. will have to Rugby Park because mm-hmm. of their their build-up to the pre-season. I think the county yep. on still being in Europe, playing competitive games. That backfired. They're playing amateur teams, they're playing junior teams. I don't care who you are, you cannot get up to speed to play Rangers in the opening game at home when you've only had that sort of a game time under your, 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 you know, in your legs. Looking at the team tonight, Defoe's what thirty six, maybe thirty round about thirty six. I don't I see Defoe. Yeah, I don't see Defoe playing. I think Stephen Gerrard's got one eye on Sunday as well. I think Morellas is a certainty to start on Sunday. I don't I see mean, his record against Kilmarnock last season was. Very good, wasn't it? That yeah, might yeah. that might play yeah, into his thinking. Yeah. yeah, I just think you look at the four thirty six playing tonight, travelling back, playing Sunday. I think it's a big ask. Uh, I think the foes out there to go right. We'll create the chances. The guy can put the ball in the back in it when it comes open on Sunday. I think Morelis will so be centre. You're saying the foe can only play one game a week in the first week of the season. 
I think that the it's not man- he's incapable, but no. just perhaps that's a. I think the Rangers manager. Listen, we've seen the we've seen the shape Jermaine Defoe's in. There's no way that he can only play one game. I I get that he's older, but at the start of the season, when you're at your peak fitness, you've done pre-season. You're wanting to start the first game of the season, and understand what you're saying. Mm. But I, I mean, what happens if something transpires with Morelos in the next few days, or another rumor comes out? You know Is Mark- his head right to start? Do you know what? I really hoped you went away in the summer, rested, got some sunburn in your face, and come back and realised I'm always right. I'm in here with you on Sunday. Morelis will start against command. Can I come back when you made your comment? Please. Yes, on you go. You're on. Right. Um, I, I sort of agree with what you're saying, but it's good to have Morelis and Defoe and maybe change, um, have Morelis on, on the pitch for important games and having Defoe on the pitch for other games in a way age I don't think has anything to come uh, to come into it if you're fit enough strong enough you should play but it's good that we have the two players in the team and I hope and pray maybe for another for this season we keep Morales and hope that his discipline gets better um, and then probably sell him next season um, but I think we should try and keep them both at the club because I think they're good for the club. Okay, thank you very much. It's 01419511025 and the phone's Twitter is at ClydeSSB. If you want to get in touch, 15 minutes until kick-off uh, in Luxembourg in that one. Let's stay on the phones then and speak to Martin, who's also a Rangers fan from Salt Coast. How do you see it going, Martin? Uh, well, see, I, I, I see Rangers winning this comfortably tonight. Um, I don't see the first goal being a big problem. I mean, I think every team will get the chance to score in any game, but I, I just think Rangers will too much quality for them. Uh, I always think, especially in the European campaign, Gordon, away from home, if you begin with a two-goal lead and you lose the first goal, I think it puts a little bit of pressure on you. I really do. I think if Rangers get the first goal, it's easy street for them. Uh, I do expect them to go through. I'm not saying they won't. But I'm sure Stephen Gerrard will be saying to them before they go out there, Let, let's get out there, get that goal, let's put this tie to bed, then we can sit back, relax and play our football. Again, I've got to be honest, I mean, I, I think we're overthinking this. I think, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, it was a different Rangers side with a, a totally different manager. I think Rangers are in a much, much stronger position to deal with the threat of this side for Luxembourg. I think this will be similar to what Celtic were the other night you know you should go to places like Estonia and Luxembourg Celtic Rangers and be able to put out a team who maybe they've not had, uh, all the money up to speed but you should still be able to put out a team to go and deal with that comfortably and I think Rangers will tonight Martin what do you make of the starting 11? I, I think it looks good enough to do the job and I, I think that see see the boy Katic they set it back I mean, I, I think he looks like a great player in the making, eh? I think he takes a lot of stick for, for, no, for no good reason. Um, yeah, he was, um, you know, he's a young lad. He's learning his trade. He had his good moments and his bad moments last year, like most people do. But uh, I, I was sort of uh, critical of the partnership, thinking if you look at that over the piece of a season... If you keep the two of them fit, I do. I didn't think you could win the league, and they didn't win the league. And the Rangers manager addressed that by bringing in two new centre halves. 
Uh, whether Cottage whether Cottage stays in there with Goldston, I'll be very surprised. I'm not saying <coughs> that you know he's he, he's not got a part to play, but I just feel that if you're going to go in and make a real challenge or try and win a cup or whatever it may be, then that's the reason why I think the Rangers managers went out and spent a few quid on a centre back. I think with Katic, though, if the ball's up in the air, if he's playing against a big guy, he'll battle away and he'll he'll do well. He's a he's a very good defender. That I think around his feet, though, I think he struggles with with smaller players who can turn and drive at him. I think he he, he struggles to to deal with that side of the game. But I think I think it was Tynecastle at the end of the season last year. I thought it was brilliant there. You know, defended. Um, you know everything that came into his area, but we've seen time and again if a ball gets played into a striker's feet and there's a quick movement, I think he gets done too easy. I mean, it's clearly not a priority, but he also does carry that threat in opposition boxes yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's that's a big thing for teams now, and I'm, I'm sure Stephen Gerrard will look at that. Yeah. You know, set pieces with the height in his team. Gordon, I'm not writing the boy off. I just I think he's learning his trade. I think he's still a lot to do. I think uh, he'll get better and better, but I wouldn't see him partners. We are a partnership with Goldston throughout most mm. of the season if Rangers are going to challenge. Right, final word to you on this, Martin. I, I think, uh, like Mark says, he, he struggles against the weaker player, but I mean, a lot, a lot of times, big defenders they struggle against the, the quick player, eh? But I, I think he just, I think he shows great potential, that boy. Okay, thank you very much. That was Martin in Sawcoats. It's 01419511025 to join in. Rangers are 10 minutes away from kickoff. We've been hearing from Scott Brown today talking about the chances of him lifting another Premiership trophy come the end of the season. And he gives us his thoughts on Kieran Tierney as well. That's coming next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Five minutes until kickoff in Luxembourg. Progress against Rangers. Rangers 2 0 up from the first leg. Let's see how they get on this evening. We'll keep you up to speed on anything that's happening. You can watch the game with us if you like. So give us a call as it's going on. Let us know what you make of it. Let's move on and, and go around some of the other clubs. Celtic captain Scott Brown been speaking today he missed the captain's photo call at Hamden because he was away playing with Celtic so he's back today and he says he feels no added pressure as they chase a record equaling nine in a row they begin of course the defence on Saturday at home to St Johnston Brown believes they'll be able to see off any challenge this season we've managed to go last eight seasons it's been fantastic for us and we need to push this season the exact same as we have been doing and we're going to get pushed very very hard again all the way through but we've got the players and this squad and they've got the manager that's got the belief in us as well that we can go and do it. Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts, they always push us all the way. So it's, it's going to be hard this season as it is every other season. Uh, but we're, we're looking forward to that challenge and our main aim for us and I was start the league well and to try and get into Champions League as well. I think I just look at our squad, to be perfectly honest, and uh, I try not to worry about everyone else's squad and it's hard trying to deal with a dressing room with 25, 30 people no matter worrying about everybody else but uh, for me it's about who's in this dressing room and how we turn up weekly and we've got a great bunch of lads we need to make sure that we've got that good camaraderie on the park as well as in the changing room Agree or disagree with what you're hearing let us know 01419511025 he would be the obvious one Mark in terms of guys who've, who've been there before and understandably there's a, there's a lot of Excitement. A lot of people think that the, the title race will be closer. Lots of Rangers fans are confident they can win it. How much does it 
actually count Having guys who've been there before Is, is that just yeah. something that people say Or does it genuinely matter when you're in those no, dressing rooms I, I do think it genuinely matters To have one or two guys who have been about um, Over the course And Scott's been there from the start of this run um, So when it comes to big games When it comes to tough times Which I believe Celtic will have this season um, They've got a guy there They can lean on for experience The new guys coming in I mean, I, listen, I think Celtic have done some extraordinary things in, in the past eight seasons, none more so than, than the past three with the, the trebles. But, you know, when Scott's saying he has to approach it like any other season, I, I think this season's different. I think this will be the toughest out out the lot of them. You know, Rangers have strengthened. They they did put up a challenge last season. Uh, it looks like they, they could be stronger this year. So that means Celtic have to up their game. Again, you know, they can't play at the same level They need to go up a notch And they've got players like Scott who can drag them through But they can't fall below what they've done Because Rangers, if they get a sniff that Celtic's not the team That they, they were in the past three seasons Then it could be too late So it's a huge season I, I do think there's added pressure with the, the nine in a row I think comes huge pressure But they've got guys who can deal with it We've seen it in the past, you know you don't win a treble treble without guys who, who can deal with pressure. So that's a, a thing Neil Lennon's got at his disposal right away before he brings any in. James Forrest, Scott Brown, Callum McGregor for the latter period, guys like that. Craig Gordon's even been there for a number of years now. He's got guys who can handle pressure and that's what he's going to need to rely on this season. The number you need to get in touch is 01419511025. Speculation about Kieran Tierney's future continues as the left-back returns to training. Brown says simply that will linger on for as long as he remains at the club. Kieran's a big boy. He, he loves the club. He knows what the club's all about and he plays for that jersey every single time he plays. So uh, for me, he's done phenomenal since coming in and Whatever does happen in football, you don't know, there's still what, 10 days left of the transfer window, so you never know what's going to happen. But for me, he's a Celtic player now, and that's where it stands. We've brought Bolly in as well, um, so we've got good competition for that left-back position. You've got John in, it's been playing there quite a lot as well. So, no, we've got great competition, and uh, as I say, Kieran's a fantastic player, he's great about the dressing room as well, and uh, he's a close friend too. There's always going to be speculation on top quality players, and that's what Kieran is. There's always going to be speculation whether he stays this window to go to next window. So that speculation is always going to be there, and that's what we expect when the team's doing so well and we're doing well in Europe, and he's performing well in Europe as well and in the SPL. So it's always going to be there or thereabouts. Scott Brown certainly sounds relaxed about it. Celtic fans, are you relaxed about it? Are you in turmoil, worrying what's going to happen uh, to one of your fan favourites? So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Gordon, it's it's been rumbling on a bit, I suppose. Mm. But it's as Scott Brown mentions, you can't you can't really do much about it until everyone's transfer window closes. Yeah, I'm sure every Celtic fan can't wait for the transfer window to close and. Uh, young Kieran Tierney will still be there Because he's a massive part of it Gordon He's a terrific player But uh, when the big clubs from down south come And they pay a lot, a lot of money Then, you know, it's up to Tierney to sit down He's still under contract He doesn't need to go uh, I'll be up to him if they do come And sit down and speak to him And listen to what the Arsenal have to say to him uh, then he's got to make a decision The one thing I think Celtic have got Massively on their favour And I know that you can talk about uh, the amount of money that he'll earn But he's probably on a good wage anyway just now He's got bags of time on his side He's a massive Celtic supporter Starting off as a ball boy Loves the club So I think Celtic start out just now as favourites um, But I'll be up to him to sit down And the most 
important thing for him just now is concentrate and get back fit. You know, the boy wants to be playing football. He wants to be in that Celtic team just now. So I think that Kieran Tierney will just take this in his stride. He's a young, level-headed guy, terrific footballer, and he'll just wait and see what happens. But I think every Celtic fan, every day they wake up, they're thinking, right, OK, is he away or is he staying? At this moment in time, as Scott Brown said there, He's still a Celtic player. Confirmation in case we needed it, Mark Wilson, today that Arsenal are not skint anything but as they they splash out 72 million or whatever it was on their new winger. Now, yeah, I was surprised when I seen that and you wonder, is that now the end of Kieran Tierney? How much of that transfer budget have they used up in one player or is there still plenty of cash to come in for Kieran Tierney? But, you know, Celtic fans must be concerned because he's been... One of the outstanding players in Scottish football for a number of years now, and it was a shame to see him injured and out, and especially for a national team as well. But if an offer does come in of something like twenty-five million straight up, and I think Celtic's quite right to ask for a large portion of that straight up instead of instalments. If that does come in, I mean, twenty-five million pound for a young Scottish player—that's a phenomenal amount of money for for one of your talents. And it's not like we're undercutting ourselves, like. Probably our teams have done in the past For a young Scottish fullback, That's a lot of money to turn down Okay we are underway in Luxembourg As Rangers look to book their place in the third qualifying round By getting past progress tonight Micheland uh, lie in wait So we'll keep you up to speed on what's happening in that one Paul is a Celtic fan on the line though Hi Paul Hey hi how you doing? How you doing? Hi Paul what's your point tonight? Uh, well, I would, my actual point was to ask Marco What he saw about the Celtic signs uh, but just talk to sh- Line's breaking up a little bit We'll see if the producer can sort that one out We got a bit of a question to you Mark Wilson What do you Celtic make of the Celtic signings? Uh, well I think I'm going to be like most people That we've not really seen a lot of them The the one I've seen most is Bolly Ball and Golly And uh, for me it looks It looks exciting going forward I've not really seen him Being tested defensively um, The thing that struck me Right away is he seems to receive the ball in an inside position. You know, uh, there's a lack of width about him at times. And I've seen Neil Lennon, you know, signalling to try and get him wider at times. And I, I watched his footage on YouTube, his previous club as well. And he, it seems to be a, a knack he's got. He scores a few goals from then. And actually, uh, against Sarajevo, I, I think he had a couple of chances where he could have scored from that position. So it might be a positive thing. But he certainly plays different than Kieran Tierney. That's for sure. Again, I can't judge him defensively because we've not really seen anybody go at him. Seems to have loads of pace, enthusiastic, but you never know defensively. But the other one's Christopher Julian, same as everybody. Want to see him play more, seven million quid. I thought he'd be in from the off, but he's not. Uh, and the rest of the signs Fed scored a, a good goal. I think he might be positive. So again, the jury's the jury's out until we actually see these guys in proper action. I think we've got Paul back on you go, Paul. Hi guys, sorry about that. Uh, I was, obviously, it was just about the signings. Uh, I was I was talking about Kieran Tierney. Uh, if he does go, I think that we're we're looking in pretty good shape. I mean, you never know. He may get a phone call from China tonight to get offered ten million a year or whatever. You never know. That's at least buying the sky things happen. But I think Neil Lennon is he's doing. He's a carbon copy of Martin Neil. I think uh, the way that he's he's setting the team out. I think uh, listening. I think the Rangers fans have got a lot of confidence for just changing. Uh, Steven Gerrard seemed to change, made a lot of signings. 
I mean, I know it's not all doing the money, but I, I don't think he's really spent any money. Uh, I don't, I, I, I don't even know how much any of the players have been, but I think that's the first time for years that Celtic have spent a bit of money in, in attacking the right areas. Uh, so I, I'm happy with the signings. If, if, if Kieran Tierney does go, I, I think they'll invest a bit more in the squad, you know. But there's a lot of guys come back as well. Like, I think Fred, I think he looks. I saw clips in before and the way he took that goal down night. I think he's got to be a real, yeah. a real find, you know. Yeah, he, he does look impressive. In terms of see if Kieran Tierney does go, though, it leaves a massive hole again at left back. You've got Boy and Golly who. He's been unlucky In the games he's played But he's picked up A few injuries And it's been Noticed that if He's out Who you left with Johnny Hayes So the money Then has to be invested Again I mean, I'm, the back four. I'm heavily paraphrasing here But the impression I got From Jim Duffy last night When he was asked about it Was that daft fullbacks Can't win or lose you a league Mark Wilson Would you like to state the case oh, For the, the on, fullbacks well, listen, I, well, I, I won four leagues The team was rubbish But I was outstanding <laughs> And uh, I, I got us over the line Yeah Yeah one goal And you're still living there. People choking on their dinner All around Glasgow and the West Please look after yourselves uh, Gordon I mean that, that that is the, the the way to try and balance up. Whilst you acknowledge that, that he's a he's a very good player, if he did leave, Paul is comfortable ish, comfortable enough that that Celtic would cope. Yeah, I think I think Celtic can cope because the size of the squad they've got, they've got quality all over the pitch. Uh, they've got Griffiths back, uh, you know, looking very sharp again. Competition up front. Uh, they certainly get goals up front. They've got bags of midfield players. Christie just looks like he's getting better and better in the middle of the part. You've got McGregor in there. You get Brown in there. Tom Rogic is still to come in. They've got bags and bags of players, Gordon. Um, but I, I do agree with Mark in this uh, instance. If Tierney does go, um, I would think that Neil Lennon would look for some sort of a backup in the left back position just to give him a bit of cover. Paul uh, Yeah well I mean I think it's different Having backup For The STL And the Champions League As well I mean There's a good few players That Celtic could probably lose I think And still Have been more Conscious of the league uh, Rodic should have won I wasn't too fast If Cham went But if they do get into the Champions League, this is where you need the big squad, and these are the guys that had the wee bit of quality Paul, to it. Paul, did you say that you wouldn't be too bored if Tom Rogic left? No. I, I honestly can't understand that. I really can't, did, because... Did you, if you, if Gordon, you, I did you see him that? I know he's had these... Did you watch him last season? Yeah, did he, he, I think he probably had his worst season, but when it, it comes to the big games, this is a guy that for season after season has turned games on their head, especially... Cup finals, semi-finals I think he's been absolutely brilliant for Celtic He's been carrying in a few injuries he, I think he Against Rangers at Celtic Park He looked terrible His fitness was all over the place I think the boy with a good pre-season Tried to work on his fitness Get him back playing constantly I think I think he's a super player I really do I agree with you But it's the length of time that he seems to take To get to that point and when Celtic signed him at first, a few, good few years back now, this was the same thing as well. He went back to Australia. He seems to uh, he, he seems to be one of these guys that it takes so long, yeah, I mean, and it doesn't last a full game. The a fat Tom Rod is, is a brilliant player, mm-hmm. but the last season when he came back for the back for the World Cup, 
he had a few injuries when he was his hand in that. And he hardly played in the World Cup. But he just seemed... He just seemed made a lead. Well, he certainly see, uh, looked like his boots were fully led in the, the, the Rangers game. I've got to say that. How he was on the park because he did not look fit. But I just think that you're right. I think if uh, Neil Lennon Celtic can get him up to speed, I think he's a top, top player. I really do. I've got him. I, I mean, I think it does us right. Over the years, Tom Rockets, the amount of goals and assists and things he's had, he, he's such an important player for Celtic. Um, I think the majority of Celtic fans would like to see him stay only if he's fully fit, though. I think he suffered the, the tail end of last season because of injuries. And perhaps he was put on where he... He shouldn't have been anywhere near the squad But I think if he's given the, the right rehab during the summer And the right amount of time off uh, You know, he'll obviously need some game time now To get back up to speed I think he's still a top player for Celtic And still at an age that uh, You know, is, uh, you can sail on if you want to sail on In the next couple of years he's, he, For me, he's still probably In the top three midfielders in Scotland mm. Fitzy's on Twitter says Rogic is great but isn't consistent Thank you to Paul in Kirkintillock We are eight and a half minutes into the game In Luxembourg Progress nil Rangers nil Rangers with a fair bit of midfield possession Borna Barisic is in a, a bit of baller Giving away a free kick down in his area of defence Reading anything into the game so far Gordon? Uh, not not a lot of pace to it Not a lot of uh, exciting things happening Rangers when they get the ball you know, knocking about in the middle of the park, back into defence, try to keep possession, just really taking the sting out of it, waiting for an opening mm. to get the third, uh, to get the goal that would put them three 0 ahead. Barisic goes into the book for that trip down the right hand side. We're going to take more of your calls next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 13 and a half minutes gone in Luxembourg. Progress real nil, Rangers nil, and Rangers coming very close indeed, Gordon, to stretching that advantage. Yeah, it was a good opportunity, but it was a. I would call a half opportunity Gordon The ball goes wide Arfield goes for it The goalkeeper gets caught In no man's land I don't know what he was He was actually thinking of Arfield just plays the ball back It hits the post Comes out And you're thinking Defoe That's his territory He's got to tap in But the defender was there To clear it But uh, a good chance for Rangers And uh, they're forcing a little bit of pressure on now With a couple of corners So you're looking Stephen Gerrard will be happy with the first 14-15 minutes And uh, he'll just be looking for his goal It's a bit like the Alwa top This progress Niedercorn That's a wee bit of eh? the colours and the wasp on it ah. and, and that is the type of cutting edge analysis That Mark ah. Wilson brings yeah, well, well, Thanks for that He explains it well But I mean, we give the guys at home a, yep, great. a thanks. picture of their thanks top for that. So be, now, Being now you a know. top coach there yourself that's at one point <laughs> That, that's, that's, what, that's what you're taking away from this I used game to after my players, Look at the strips on these guys We're beat already <laughs> That Alaba, what a strip <laughs> they've got They've no chance You've got some cheek Because what? you know I've got sources out and about I like to keep an eye on you guys And just see, see what you've been up to Make sure you're not causing any trouble mm. I hear that you went to visit a friend today <laughs> No, you're not telling us, alright and went in Actually opened the door And went in To the wrong no, house no, You no. went into A complete stranger's house <laughs> No no I, I went to visit My good friend John McStay hey, It must be a good friend And, my, and, he's, and, he's, and his lovely wife <laughs> Maxine for a coffee And I tapped the door And I know he's got daughters And I thought right, Okay the, the, One of the young girls Answered the door 
I say, is it your uncle Gordon? I'm here to see your dad. And I walks, and the girl, the young girl's looking at me, Gordon. I swear, I've never. I, the young girl's looking at me, and she's actually walking in front of me. So I'm walking through the living room, and I get sent to the kitchen, and I can hear her saying to this woman the side, "There's a man here." <laughs> So I turned <laughs> Silver hair <laughs> And Santa Claus has come here like, I turned round Mark I swear I looked at her And I just went I'm in the wrong house Anna. And she went Yeah <laughs> But she couldn't believe The young kid let me in And the worst thing was I thought John was in the kitchen Right so I'm shouting I'm in here to rob you <laughs> <laughs> I have never, never I have oh. never in my life been so embarrassed. No way. So That's, were you next door? Was it no, next door? No, he's number thirty-four. I walked into number fourteen. His car looked the same. Oh, brilliant! Oh, oh, uh, 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 right uh, through honestly, the right yeah. through the living room, never think the wee girl was swans went. There's a man. Here. <laughs> So there we go It's uh, your, your Uncle Gordon And Mark Wilson Here taking your calls tonight 01419511025 Craig is in Clyde Bank Craig come on Bring some sense Back to this show please I'll try my best I don't know If I'll manage it uh, Anyway Good evening guys um, Just a, a point I was wanting to make um, I think there's a few people Getting a bit carried away With Who's, spend, who's spending X And who's spending Y for the signings of the se- for this season, who's going to determine what, what, which way the league's going to go? As for me, I think it's going to come down to who wants it more. It's not about how much money we've spent in this player or how much we've spent in that player. It's the group of guys as a collective who wants it more at the end of the season that's going to take the title. Right. What, what does that mean, Craig? How does that manifest itself on the pitch? Because if you ask all the players they'll say they really want it they want it more than tell the other teams so, I, so, I tell you what, what the, the Aberdeen players the, the Motherwell players all want to win the league but, but I, I do kind of uh, see where uh, you know, Craig's coming from so what, what does that mean in, in terms of on a, on a week-to-week basis Craig? Well, well I think a player I'm trying to make is it, money helps the football a long way but it doesn't always buy titles there's no guarantee it's got you're going to flash out millions of pounds in this marquee signing and he's going to be prompt you spend millions on him And he's a dud You get a wee cheap guy And oh He's a world beater It's happened How many times has it happened I remember a Swedish lad um, Came in With his Henry Larson How much did he get him for Very good point so, uh, But I'm sure there are lots of uh, Cheap duds as well examples. Let, let me just break away from this Craig Because we've just seen something In the Progress Rangers game Which um, Is Quite interesting ahead of the new season Now, bear in mind There are going to be a series of rule changes This campaign One of which Is that goal kicks No longer have to leave The 18 yard box So a defender can go into the box And receive the ball from the goalkeeper Straight away Now, you may have seen A clip doing the rounds on social media And Rangers have just done the same thing So what happened was Alan McGregor had the goal kick mm-hmm. Connor Goldson went right next to him Alan McGregor flicked the ball up Goldson headed it straight back to him And that allowed McGregor to run to the edge of his box And kick it out of his hands, Gordon Yeah, that was clever I, th- I think that was well played well, I, Like I say, I think it was Benfica Someone did it on social uh-huh. media recently um, Do you think we're going to see a lot of that type of stuff? Yeah, I think if it's uh, on I think that uh, they're not breaking the rules Why not? It's a bit of skill by the goalkeeper Flick up, header it back You practice it in training Um but I think that was quite clever. I quite like to see that. Thinking outside the box, but other teams might just catch on it and decide to put a striker in the box to stop that happening. But 
Well done Rangers I mean they can't initially So I wonder mm. if there's, there's scope there Anyway that was just a, a sort of Different point on the new rules To see how that's going to play out this season Back to, to Craig's point Mark You could go through umpteen examples Since the mm. dawn of time Expensive players who have been terrible Cheap players who have been brilliant yeah. and, and vice yeah. versa And everything in between Craig's right Yeah Totally totally agree with that point uh, And it's only I think it's only when you're probably Three, four weeks into the season You can get a, a grasp uh, Of these signings And how good they really are Even in pre-season Somebody could show up to be brilliant But when it comes down to the, the real stuff uh, And that's why we're looking forward so much to Saturday When it comes down to the real stuff They may not perform Or vice versa You know, somebody might not turn up in pre-season And they may turn out to be a player of the year And, and he's right you know, you look at Christopher Julian, seven million quid. You automatically think seven million quid in a centre half. <clears throat> this guy must be outstanding for Celtic to to fork out that. But actually, we don't really know how he adapts to the Scottish game. We've not really seen much of him so far. I expect him to be the number one centre half because you don't splash out that money for nothing. But how does he adapt to his surroundings and how does he adapt to? The, the pace of the Scottish game You don't really know Till we're in the, the serious stuff So I, I totally agree with Craig you, you don't really know Until we get Into it four or five weeks Some good points coming in on Twitter um, Did you just describe Rangers Innovative goal kick there As thinking outside the box yeah. Because Token Jester ah, says Surely yeah, it's thinking it's inside, inside the, the box, box. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, What I'm saying is It's quite clever but you've got to have the skill to do it. And Stephen McHugh is actually he's sticking up for you, Mark Wilson, Thanks. because we were Thanks slagging you. you for pointing out that progress wear a similar colour scheme to Alloa, and yeah. we thought that was a ridiculous thing for you to say. But Stephen says, in Mark Wilson's defence, he's used to wearing sub trackies, so it must be nice <laughs> letting him see a first team strip. <laughs> <laughs> it's hardly a defence That's it uh, Well done Stephen uh, Enjoy your night <laughs> Enjoy your night Guess his number Thanks to Craig in Clyde Bank Still time for you to get your calls in 01419511025 The midway point of the first half in Luxembourg uh, Progress nil Rangers nil Also really like this tweet from Scott Wright He's <laughs> sent a tweet saying a, Hello it's your Uncle Gordon And he's got a picture <laughs> of the, the guy with the swag bag And the eye mask on Gordon <laughs> honestly I just I, I hope they're You've not got issues <laughs> I, I, You have got <sighs> issues Anyway um, I can't even read that name I don't know if that's a Mocky I thought it was maybe a typo from the, the, the producer Mocky and Pollock Shields Hi Mocky <laughs> Hi guys What's your point tonight Mocky? Hi guys, how you doing? How you doing, Gordon? And uh, I'm okay. Team, how are you? All right. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, it's Mark with me. Good, good. Uh, can I speak to Gordon Dier first? Oh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's Mark. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hi, Gordon. How you doing? I don't know if you can remember me. Uh, <laughs> I used to work in Italian restaurants when you were when you were played with Red Rovers, and you came in all happy when Celtic lost, <laughs> you know, penalties, <laughs> and we were all all fed up. And I approached you and served you pizza, smiled, you know, even though I wasn't happy. I don't know if you remember that. Bucky, <laughs> I remember it like yesterday. I remember no you very well. And uh, your food was excellent. Where was it? Agwidis. Fatoy Agwidis. Agwidis, yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. Yes, Mocky. Mocky, I know one thing for sure. I bet he didn't leave a tip. Have you still got that tenner in your pocket, Mocky? It did, it did. Thank you, Mocky. gentlemen. Anyway, what's your point on the so, football tonight, Mocky? Just memory. So my point, guys, tonight, it's just, uh, I was reading in paper that, uh, you know, Ryan Kent, uh, they might not get him back Rangers because he's not alone anymore. Liverpool, you know, Jürgen 
Jürgen, sorry, Jürgen, what's the Liverpool yeah, Jürgen Klopp, he's yeah. asking, yeah, he's asking like, uh, you know, they have to pay. So I think my point, if Franken doesn't come back to Rangers, that could be a boost to Celtic because he's the one who was doing, making more things happen in last season. You know, when you look at the old, sorry, the derbies between Celtic and Rangers, he was the one that created trouble mm-hmm. for Celtic, you know, in both Ironbrox and Parkhead. So if he doesn't come back, it's, you know, it will be close, but it's still swinging Celtic's ways. I think, guys. I, I like Mocky's style because this show is usually about fans telling us that the rival team's players are all rubbish and we think mm. they're all terrible. But mm. Mocky's actually saying, you know what? I thought Ryan Kent was dangerous and I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy as a Celtic fan that, that he, yeah. he, he won't be facing us. I have to agree with that. I, I thought Ryan Kent was a top player for Rangers when the teams met, caused trouble every game he played. And looking at Rangers... I, I mean I was looking at their squad today And they've made so many signings But when you take I think Candace has kind of slipped out the door Under the radar a bit When you take Candace And his assists And you take Kent on the other side And his assists He only scored what 8 yeah, goals I don't, but, I don't think the stats were particularly brilliant But it was probably but, more about I, I, yeah, the, the way he what he done I, I mean I think they're weaker in the wider areas I know Jones and things but Especially Kent When you take him out that team Well that will depend on how good Ojo is mm-hmm. Well Ojo but I mean will he be he as looks, good as Kent He looks, he, decent, he, he so looks decent so far But uh, what Mocky's saying mm. I agree with Kent was such a top player for Rangers He'll be a big miss Right we're going to have to move on Because we're short on time But thank you very much Mocky I can't believe you just pretended You remember something From after the weekend when can't even remember won the cup. pal's house Because <laughs> <laughs> I think This afternoon I Never mind ten years ago I think you probably had quite the night That night So I think we'll move on Before you get yourself in trouble Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. Surely you want the chance to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL fresh from their summer break, bound to be even worse than usual at this. So your chance to win a sign ball if you can beat the pundit is 0141-951-1025. Give us a call right now. Because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock 01419511025 for Beat the Pundit Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me Gordon Duncan Progress nil Rangers nil 32 minutes on the clock So as it stands Rangers comfortably through To the next round of Europa League qualifying Where they would face Danish side Mitchelland Still work to be done of course uh, But 2-0 up on aggregate from that first Leg at Ibrox uh, Don't forget later this hour Your chance to win more than £500 So stay tuned for that We'll give you the signal uh, In about 20 minutes time uh, We're also Going to look at a story From the Highland League Which has sent shockwaves Across world football Yes And I do really mean that After we play this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time though Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are back For another new season of Beat the Pundit There are bound to be a few blips along the way Gentlemen, knowing you two Who actually came out on top between you two And the, the head-to-head last season? I think season? it was me but I no, think no, it, it was, Nah, I think it was Mark yeah. to be No, yeah. wasn't You can't just say that and hope that people believe I, you Yeah, no, I think I, uh, producer Andy tallied up And it was yeah. me But we, we had an agreement, Gordon, at the start of the season For a nice little meal or round of got And he's, he's not paid up yet you, so. You've never answered your phone uh, Can I just ask, is any... Pundit been beaten this week? This season, no. 
So no pressure oh, it's, no. it's three out of three For the pundits so far I hope it's you After the day You're having oh, Breaking into people's houses Let's see how you two get on Or one of you Will be up against Keith from New Mains Hi Keith Hello How are you tonight? Hi alright Good stuff I'm going to toss the coin Keith Hedge You're up against Mark Wilson And tails it will be Gordon DL Or Uncle Gordon As he's calling himself tonight So uh, It's tails It's Uncle Gordon yes. Up against Keith Uncle Gordon From <laughs> New Mains Let me give Gordon Some Clyde 2 In his ear Make sure that he can't hear us uh, <laughs> We'll get some questions lined up for you Keith Right, 30 seconds Head to head, you can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Right The George Fox stand can be found at which Scottish stadium? Hearts Which English team did Robbie Nielsen manage between 2016 and 2018? Bradford What year did Scott Brown make his Hibs debut? 20... 2008 Who will Celtic face in the next round of Champions League qualifying? Which Rangers player makes his 200th appearance for the club tonight? Katic Which Scottish Highland League team finally won a game last night after 840 days? Fort William And midfielder Sam Foley has today signed for which Scottish Premiership team? Motherwell Okay, let's bring Gordon back Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah Good stuff, same set of questions to you, you ready? Go on Right, let's do it The George Fox stand can be found at which Scottish stadium? Party Fisher. Which English team did Robbie Nielsen manage between 2016 and 2018? In what year did Scott Brown make his Hibs debut? 2002. Who will Celtic face in the next round of Champions League qualifying? Kluge. Which Rangers player makes his 200th appearance for the club tonight? Uh, McGregor. Which Scottish Highland League team finally won a game after 840 days? Midfielder Sam Foley has today Sing signed man. for which Scottish Premiership? Mm. Yeah. What a victory what, that is Keith, He certainly sounded confident What do you think? Aye. Think he's done you? I think he has mm, Let's find out First one The George Fox stand Can be found at Tanadice I was in the far away. Was that what, which, which stand is that again? Remind me It's the one You come out of the tunnel The big one Right so across used I to, used to, to rampage up in front of that I used to clean the seats And that <laughs> Jim McLean used to have his doing that Really? Is that, Aye Clean the seats in the stand the, Aye. Up until you were 24 Till <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, it was nil-nil after the first question Good. Which English team did Robbie Nielsen manage? MK Dons Gordon got it right 1-0 to him uh, What year did Scott Brown make his debut for Hibs? Now, you're notoriously rubbish with years Did I get that right? What made you say 2002? I have no idea It is 2002 oh, I can't shout that yeah. Keith, see, see at this point, Keith You just hang up the phone Because if, Gord- if Gordon is making guesses like that And getting them right pff, You're going to be up against it He's usually hopeless at those 2-0 to Gordon You both knew that Cluj Exactly, Keith He is normally hopeless Not tonight, Keith Keith Gainier You both knew that Cluj will be Celtic's opponents in the next round So it's 3-1 to Gordon uh, The Rangers player that makes his 200th appearance tonight Tavernier. Mark Wilson Tavernier. It is Tavernier uh, So uh, Keith went for Katic, you went for McGregor, both wrong Which Scottish Highland League team finally won a game after 840 days It was Fort William We're going to talk, I hope, to the manager next uh, you both got it wrong And to be wrong. honest Wrong I got it right Oh sorry you both got it right I mean And midfielder Sam Foley Today signed for St Mirren So Gordon DL gets five And Keith you get two Hard lines I'm retired now Gordon's been me Exactly Hang <laughs> your head Keith, in shame I'll give you a start <laughs> Good man That was Keith 
Marble now. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Keith. Good man. That was Keith in your mains. Uh, I mean, that's, that's decent from you. That's convincing. Yeah, this is only pre season. Yeah. The real yeah. stuff starts next week. <laughs> yeah. Well done. <laughs> You're raging. <laughs> I honestly didn't think you'd have a, a clue for a lot of those, but aye, Keith knows, though. He says you're usually hopeless at the quiz, and yeah. So. Nah, I don't think so. I think he's, I've got it all wrong. I've been doing a lot of studying this season. Uh, Rangers looked like they were through on goal, but the offside flag went up. It stays. Progress nil, Rangers nil. About seven or eight minutes to go um, until half time. Now. It's not often, because we're in our little Glasgow bubble, it's not often we manage to share stories from the Highland League, but tonight is the night, because I'm sure you've seen this story, a massive story today, coming from last night, Fort William, as you just heard on Beat the Pundit, ending a 73-game winless streak, stretching back 840 days, and they eventually got that... Run over Last night They managed to beat Nairn With a 5-2 victory And it was celebrated Not only In Fort William But around the globe The Twitter followers Have exploded Everyone wants a piece of this And I'm delighted to say That Russell McMorran The Fort William manager Joins us on the phone Russell how are you today? I'm good Thank you very much How are you? Russell Begin to try And put into words What the last 15 or so hours Has been like for you I don't think There is actually Any words That we can uh we could put in it uh, it's just completely phenomenal to go from where the club was at the beginning of last season to to the game last night is just exceptional it meant so much to, to so many people uh, and as you said it's Twitter and everything has now exploded and uh, we're global uh, on the back of one win so uh, I've never had so many messages since my ex-wife was trying to get a hold of me so it's just been <laughs> absolutely how you feel Russell Russell, talk us through what it's like during the 90 minutes then You win 5-2, um, relatively comfortable result As the goals start to go in and as the 90 minutes approaches Do, do you start to think, right, this is the night, this, this is the game we win or, or, or do all those difficult memories start nagging away at the back of your head? I think you're always going to have that memory before, you know, that worry until the first goal goes in. Uh, but in fairness to the last, right from the word go, they, they looked comfortable. Uh, we got the, the opening goal, which was a, an own goal. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was from hard work from the guys. They pressed the ball hard. Uh, they panicked. And that's where the first goal came from. Then the second went in. At that point, you start thinking, oh, we're on to something here. Uh, in fairness to the lads, they, they probably panicked a wee bit in the terms of... Uh, not protecting what they had, uh, but that's down. All the players are young, so uh, once they settled again, uh, we were back on it. Uh, I think overall, no discredit to Nairn, very good side, uh, but it was a comfortable win at the end of the day. And it's not obviously the <laughs> we've not had that opportunity to be able to say that. Uh, we were out with. We, no, I was just going to say what, what, what was the difference last night Because this is a, a, a run that's gone back 73 games I mean, was this noticeably The best performance within that Were there specific things that went your way on the night how, how do you separate it from all those games That didn't go your way? I think, you know, when you look back uh, All the seasons uh, That we were out right a win uh, It's easy to blame everything You know, the referee uh, The team lady, uh, everything it comes down to that. You start looking for excuses. Uh, the club's now gone in a positive direction. You know, 
everybody's buying into that. As we said earlier, even on the global front, you can see what, what's happening. Everybody loves the underdog. But there comes that point where you then have to start coming up with something. Uh, and the players that we have are quality players. We've now got depth to the squad. Uh, so we just approach it in that way that it's, uh, you see where we're going with it. And it's very difficult to explain that there is a difference. Because the guys now have the mentality, they've got the discipline, they already have that, they just didn't believe in themselves. Uh, So now they've got a little bit of belief that came off the back of the Barona result. They've seen that it wasn't the same as the season before, uh, and now they're just building on it. Yeah. uh Tell us a bit about this difference in the squad, Russell, because you've taken, I think, nine Inverness players on loan. That was a story which came out a few days back. Um, clearly, that's going to raise eyebrows amongst a, a lot of people involved in football. Talk us through that and how you think that's going to benefit you this season. Uh, talk's going to benefit us because we're getting uh, quality young players. Uh, and with quality young players, they don't have any uh, fear, any inhibitions. You know, they, they just want to, to play and they're confident in what they do. We've obviously been lacking that the guys have had the confidence. So to get nine players in, regardless of where they are, it gives you obviously the depth to the, the squad. But we've obviously taken them in from uh, Inverness, Caledonia, Thistle. So they are of a calibre, but we can't forget the fact that they are young boys. So there's one 17-year-old, a 19-year-old, and the rest are all 18. So in terms of experience, they don't have a great experience game time, uh, certainly in the Highland League so we will hopefully develop them, their game will develop uh, by playing in uh, a different league from obviously the developing leagues and we obviously get uh, the whole thing of our team will improve our lads will improve, the young lads will come on uh, so it can only benefit both clubs now I hope I've got my figures correct or, or at least close I think you had about 6,000 Twitter followers uh, When the game started last night At my last check before we came on You had 15,000 So you added 9,000 Twitter followers overnight Russell, I'm sure the local community uh, you, You'll have a, a hardcore group of fans And, and I'm sure it, it means even more to you guys But the, the wider impact of this has been incredible The wider interest What's it been like to be right in the middle of it? Again, it's just it's phenomenal be right in the middle of it. Uh, we've, we've it's going to take uh, a lot of hard work to get the club back to where it should be uh, and, and uh, a massive distance away from where it was at the start of the season. But to see what's happened overnight, you know, the last count I had on Twitter was, was 13,000, so there's has gone up 2,000 again already. Uh, so it's just, the interest is great and I don't think people uh, appreciate what the result actually means to a lot of people uh, and certainly the local supporters and the obvious question before we let you go Russell tell us what's next who's up this weekend because football fans are fickle that's you got one and people are now looking to see if you can make it two in a row yeah. we have Inverurie locals at home uh, Quaggan Park on Saturday which will be a tough game but at the end of the day uh, we coming into the season we're an unknown uh, the pressure is all on locals it's not on ourselves uh, we will go out and the guys will be relaxed and confident. So we won't worry about them. We'll just do what we do. Uh, and hopefully get that second win and we'll just keep it going as long as we can. Well, we'll be keeping an eye out on you, Russell. You're certainly not unknown anymore. Thanks for joining us. All the best this weekend.
Pleasure. Thank you very much. Good man. That was Russell McMorran, the Fort William manager, Gordon DL. Um, I'm sure in your managing days you had some uh, pretty rough patches. Never. Did you ever go 73 games without a win in a run that would go back 840 days? 2017 was the last time they won a game, and last night the yeah. moment arrived. If I was Russell, I'd been champing the committee's door asking for a pay new rise. contract. Yeah. yeah, a new contract and a pay rise. And uh, I was just going to say, yeah. Russell, if any vacancies. Come up in the, the Highlands to put Mark's name forward for them. But that's his job saved for another 73 games. But do you know what? Well done to them. I hope they celebrate it. Yes, people can look and say, well, you brought in all the young talent from Inverness, but you've got to do something. I hope they kick on from that. Uh, Willie's in Parkhead. Hi, Willie. How you doing, panel? How you doing? Good, First thank you. Caller. What made you call tonight Hi. then, Willie? I'm always interested in what, well, what tips you over the edge and makes you pick up the phone. <laughs> Well, it was uh, Anthony Ralston, now I'm a Celtic fan, and when I see Anthony now when he's on the park, I think he's, he's very hurt somebody every game he's on. I, I don't know if he's clumsy or if he's just a bad tackler, but to me, he just looks like he's going to hurt with somebody really bad. Hmm. Well, let's I be fair, and do, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not his intention, so let, let's, let's be fair, though he's not, not here to defend himself. Generally, Mark, what about... Anthony Ralston because he's he's been there or thereabouts for a couple of mm. seasons now. Some had very high hopes, some others have maybe reined those hopes in a bit. You know, he came in and played against PSG, didn't yeah. he? Played against Neymar for all the talk of Celtic n- needing a right back and, and Mikel Lustig gone. Yeah. Where where is he at in his development? Um I think he, he may have to look elsewhere because I know he played the other night, but it still looks like He's, he's down the pecking order You only have to look at the, the previous rounds Where Christopher Ayer is playing You know, at right back And near Beaton's playing centre half So you're actually moving about a couple of players When you've got a right back sitting on the bench So obviously Neil Lennon has saw something that He doesn't fancy playing him When it really matters I, I must say Every game I've seen him playing and, and, you know, last season I've been impressed with him I like the way he plays He's he's fairly attacking. He's robust. He's he's a tough tackler. What Willie seems tough tackler. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he's he does it in a fair way. But there's something that Brendan Rodgers seen and Neil Lennon I think has seen that or, or didn't see as the case may be. That, yeah, that that thinks he's potentially not good enough to be the backup right back. Can't argue with that. Um, I've got to say, um, every time I've watched the lad. He's not looked out of place Went to well, well don't hold back then Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Think Brendan Rodgers And Neil Lennon are clueless If you want, if you want to come out and say well, it well, I didn't say that <laughs> um, What I said was Every time I watched him uh, He didn't let himself down Didn't let the team down But Mark's right it, they, they go and They've got someone in to replace Lustig and right back They played Ayer there at right back So if he was going to be Right into contention Gordon he would have played in the games He wouldn't have played Ayer out okay. there DL slams Clueless Rogers. I can see the headline yeah, now. Uh, right. yeah. Willie I take it from what you're saying You don't see any particular future for him In the in the starting 11 or, or the first team squad No definitely not Definitely not No, I just think he's either clumsy or He's dangerous That's what I think Now personally just I, I don't think well, I don't, No I don't think he's dangerous I, know, I, I think that's been unfair because I, I think I he's robust and he, I don't. I, I think he's a well-built boy, which I like about him. Uh, because a lot of our Scottish players are, like are small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. listen, we we need that. He's well-built. He can get up and down the park. Mm. But again, it's it's what the manager sees that. I mean, mm. we agree. But his time is now. Gordon's right. His time is now. We lose to go away. 
And Celtic looking for a right back For so many weeks Why didn't they play? Uh, it is nil-nil between Progress and Rangers Gordon Not a great deal to write home about But ultimately Rangers are doing the job they need to do They're comfortable enough They're still 2-0 up on aggregate And it looks like they're heading through yeah, they had one uh, sort of a half chance that came off the post for an acute angle from our field, the goalkeeper in no man's land. Unfortunately, usually J- Jermaine Defoe is usually there to tap it in. Wasn't there, but they've not really been troubled. Alan McGregor's not really been called into action, Gordon. So the Rangers manager will just be in dressing room at half time saying, look, another 45 minutes, let's go in that plane, let's go home and look forward to Kilmarnock and look forward to the next round. Right, it's time for this. Name your squad with Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football. Search SPFL Fantasy Football for the chance to win £10,000. All this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, giving you the chance to win over £500 with Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football. Hopefully you've got your squad ready because it all starts this weekend. Make sure uh, you've got your players in place. Pick the players. You could win big, of course. Points, prizes and pride up for grabs. A bit of bragging rights over your pals. That's what we're all into. But thanks to Labrooks, we are already giving you the chance to win on Clyde One Super Scoreboard this week. All you have to do is come on the show and try and name as many of a starting 11 as you can. £50 for every correct answer. So you could win £550 in total The number you need right now is 0141 951 1025 You must be over 18 0141 951 1025 And you have until the end of this break Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com I'm looking forward to this We're going to have some good fun with this this week Because all this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're giving you the chance to win over £500 With Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football If you want to put your wits against your mates Get your fantasy football team up Ready to go for this weekend That's when it starts So make sure you're ready You're the boss You pick the players And hopefully you can win yourself Some prizes at the end of the season But thanks to Ladbrokes We're already giving you the chance On Clyde One Super Scoreboard To come on the show Name a, a starting 11 if you like You get £50 for every correct answer Which of course could lead to £550 overall That seems that seems fair doesn't it? Mm. Unbelievable I tried it with you two during the break You didn't do so well 400 no. quid we got Was it? Is that how much it was? I don't think so Ah but we were putting 300 in <laughs> no. Right I think the phone, lines, the phone lines did close at the end of the break as I said So let's randomly pull one through James is in Parkhead How are you tonight James? Uh, good mate like, Yeah good Did you hear this last night James? I did, I. Yeah, I phoned in. It was an hour ago, mate. Trying to sneak in, nah, and I was told to phone in. back. You can't sneak in. Well, you're lucky you got through. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I phoned his back. That was for you. Won't go past you. Let's see how. Let's see how you get on. Last night's contestant was buzzing. Mark Wilson. He was going to buy some new trainers and everything, and he got none. He got none of the eleven. <laughs> well, mate, I don't think I'll see if I win a good amount, mate. I don't think I'll be able to. Even fifty quid, I'll not be able to tell you how ecstatic I'm. <laughs> well, what's the language? Yeah, it was used and try to describe it, but it ended up never ending your ass anyway. For this. Put you in a jackpot. I'm caught in between really looking forward to this and being a bit worried about it. So we'll see how it goes. Just try and keep it clean. Right, James, here's the deal. When I start the clock You're going to have 30 seconds To name as many of these 11 players as you can You get £50 For every correct answer Are you ready? Now the team I'm looking for I'm going to tell you Right before we hit the clock It could be any sort of team Any collection of 11 players So are you ready? I'm ready mate What we're looking for tonight Is for you to name The Scottish Premiership Team of the Year From last season Go 
season, McGregor. Okay, keep going, just shout them out. As many Do as you McGregor's, can. No, Aaron McGregor, okay, Aaron McGregor, right, maybe no. No problem. Keep going. Um, That's two so far, I'll tell you that. What's that Estonian boy's name? <laughs> don't worry. Nah, Can't don't, even remember, man. Don't worry about Estonians, keep going. Who might be up front, midfield? Who was good last season for any team? Can't even really remember, man, mate. <laughs> no escape, mate. Well, I'll tell you what, James, you got yourself a hundred quid well, because you got, yeah. two, you, got, you got Alan McGregor, McGregor and Callum McGregor. McGregor. Uh, and do you know what, James? I'm sorry to rub it in, but you'll be kicking yourself. Listen to some of the other names. I know, I will be, you know, mate. Do you know what? It was, I would always be lying you, but you'll probably get this full team, you know what I mean, when it comes to it. The pressure's <laughs> on, James. You had Ayer, Boyata, Tavernier, Halkett, James Forrest, Scott Brown, Graham Shinney, Alfredo Morelos, and Ryan Kent. Those were the ones you could have got. But so I go, obviously the team, man, that's what I'm saying, the two of them, as I say, a hundred quid, but I'm, I can't even describe how I'm ecstatic a little bit that, mate, but... Keep it clean. A hundred quid, you know what I'm saying, A hundred quid is a hundred quid. James, I hope you've got big plans for that hundred quid. Spend it wisely, good man. Superb. Cheers, mate, thanks. Great stuff, that was Brilliant. James in right, Park. And he managed quid. to not swear at the end as well, which is great. Oh, he is listening. quid. I was desperate for the jackpot there. 100 quid in a Thursday night. <laughs> no, I think, I think he would have got us taken off here. I think. 100 uh, quid in a Thursday night. Exactly. Not bad. Cannot knock that. I mean, but when you look at some of the other names, Morelos. Morelos oh, was a big one. And James Forrest, he was the player Forrest, of the year. I, he, I know. He, he Don't rub it in. He's happy with his 100 quid. 100 quid is brilliant. Right. Mm. Well done, James. That was thanks to Ladbrokes. And we're going to be back with your chance to win again at the same time tomorrow. How did you two fare? You did all right, actually. We done, we, yeah, we were fine. Never got the jackpot, but. No, we but you got a few. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, that'll be back tomorrow night at the same time, so stay tuned for it. Don't call until we tell you to. Mm. Um, we have a full-time teaser for you, though. Mm. Um, so we're trying to work on a few different themes this week. We've had a couple of nights Scottish football ones. We had one with a, a Swedish theme last night. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you uh, hear Tuesdays? No, I missed if, it. Well, I was here, and if he gives <laughs> us Tuesdays, we still won't get it. No, you're forgetting something. What? That Mark Wilson, against all the odds, is a Champions League Expert, do you not remember oh, this from last yeah. season? Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't know much yes. about anything apart from the Champions League. <laughs> anyway, right, give us it. Now tonight has got an English Premier League theme. Oh. So Martin has been in touch. He sent the question in to fulltime at Clyde1.com. If you've got any good questions, any at all that you think might work, send them in. What's the worst that could happen? Send them in, and I'll try and use them out on the pundits between now and the end of the season. So Martin sent tonight's in. We are looking for eleven players. Who've scored 80 or more goals in the English Premier League For one club and one club only The only thing I would tell you Players currently in the English Premier League don't count So can you name the 11 players who've scored 80 or more goals in the English Premier League For one club and one club only But current English Premier League players do not count Is Ryan Giggs one? Ryan Giggs is one Yeah Mark Letissi He's only gone and nailed the hardest one <laughs> Straight off the bat Yes You're Back joking with a bang. You're joking Back with a bang I feel deflated I see when I, when I dug this out in the office I go through them And I, I try and second guess you guys And I thought Yeah they're all doable They'll never get Matt Letissi oh, And you've gone and nailed that, it already Obviously that's the easy one for me <sighs> Man Giggs Letissi Nine to go uh, For one club and one club only Hmm so players currently in, in the league don't count So don't bother with your Harry Canes Or your mm, Sergio Agueros and all these people oh. And Vardy exactly Oh aye, aye. Yeah <laughs> He's going to He's in target Calm down uh, uh, They're the look, golden oldies 
Right okay listen There's plenty of time And you can play along with us On Twitter We're at Clyde SSB You will nail this Before these two numpties do It's a guarantee So oh, at yeah. Clyde SSB And if you've got a question That you think might work Even if it's just an idea Send it in To full time At Clyde1.com The second half's just started In Luxembourg Progress nil Rangers nil And a change At the break For Rangers Gordon Borna Barisic off Andy Halliday on We need to find out a bit more As to, as to whether it's a niggle Or it's um, just tactical But but whatever it is It's still very much Chop and change Between these two Yeah And I think the Rangers Supporters are split Between this decision Gordon I know a lot Want Halliday in there um, He's never let them down At left back He's not an actual Left back Barisic brought in For decent money Thought that was A problem solved uh, But as you Quite rightly said Gordon There's no point Jumping ahead of things Because we don't know At half time He's maybe went in And thought He's had a slight niggle or whatever And the manager's decided Look, we're comfortable here There's no point taking any risks whatsoever But uh, Halliday will be delighted For another 45 minutes yeah, I mean, early back Barisic was booked in the first half mm. There are a, a number of reasons that it could Whether it's that, whether it's an injury Whether it's mm. tactical We'll find out from Stephen Gerrard Yeah, of course I must say I, I didn't think he was Pretty much impressive in the first half I don't think he deserved his booking but I still think that's a problem position for Rangers. I mean, Barisic, don't think he's hit the heights and he never seems to stay on the park for long enough. And Halliday, let's be honest, he does a, a decent enough job there, but he's a makeshift left back. So I think that's one of the positions, you know, Rangers probably could do better in this season. And Rud van Nistelrooy, one. Sorry? Rud van Nistelrooy. All right, for the teaser. Yeah. I thought you wanted Rangers to sign him for left back. Um, Must be. <clears throat> Where's my magic sheet? Yeah, Rudvar Nistelrooy is one So you've got three, leave it there we'll, we'll get back to the teaser Giggs, Letizia and Van Nistelrooy um, Let's look, because we're, I think on this show We're team coefficient, aren't we? We need all the Scottish teams to yep. win we, mm-hmm. we need it I know that rivalry sometimes gets in the way But we need all the teams to win Because we need that coefficient to boost To give us as good a standing in Europe as possible Aberdeen would be a team that will also feed into that this evening 1-1 against Shakura from the first leg Remember Sam Cosgrove with what could be A vital away goal Rieka, who Aberdeen played a few years back They lie in wait Big night at Pataudry Yeah, I think with the away goal, Gordon um, There'll be a big crowd there Home advantage You'd be very surprised if Aberdeen Can't finish the job um, Obviously Cosgrove That was an important penalty kick Over in Georgia so I would expect the th- three Scottish teams to progress and look forward to the next rounds. Uh, the team for Aberdeen tonight, Lewis, the, the new captain in goals. It's Logan, Lee, Considine, McKenna, McGinn, Hedges, Cosgrove, Ferguson, Gallagher and Ojo. On the bench, Cherney, Bryson, Wilson, Wright, May, Campbell and Anderson. So a, a decent mix there, Mark, of guys who've been there and done it for Aberdeen and a couple of new signings in to try and make <coughs> their impact. Yeah, well, I, I think Derek needed that. You know, we we losing a couple of players last season, you know, and influential players at that, you know, with Shinny and Mackay Stephen, he needed... Players in um, You wonder how Maine Will do this season Bryson on the bench tonight He's going to add Experience He's He's been there And done it before So uh, On the face of it That looks a good signing But You know he's went with With a mixed sort of squad But it's a huge night for him um, You know I, I think they've done Ever so well By all accounts It was a nil-nil Written all over the game Last week But You know Two penalty kicks Given away And Aberdeen Get out with an away goal So Derek Probably delighted mm. with that But they have to turn it on tonight 
Gordon, it is a challenge for our so-called smaller teams. We know we don't have a good record in Europe, and we know it, it, it's not easy. But what we have to do as a, as a nation is stop losing the games that we shouldn't be losing, and that that would that would be one of them. Georgian opposition. Not to say that it's going to be easy, but Georgian opposition at home when you've got an away goal. Aberdeen need to go and get that job done, don't they? Yeah, they do, and uh, I think that you've got to take the lesson from down the road, Gordon, with Kamarnock. Because I think after their first leg Going back to Rugby Park With the advantage they had against the Nomads You would expect them to go through And they ended up with egg in their face In fact, they were that confident That supporters had booked trips to go abroad Yeah, thanks for listening to last night's show by the way How would I say? We had a Kilmarnock fan on who was in Belgrade Oh God. 150 of them were going on a booze cruise Down the Danube oh, well, this morning That, that, makes, yeah. that makes up um, for it a little and bit when he got to Manchester Airport to get in his flight, who else was on the plane? Not the commander manager. The Connors Keys players. That's brilliant. I'll put you down as a listener, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I was out. He only listens when he's in the bath. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, th- this is really th- this is disturbing. See, I hope I hope you're all finished your dinner. But Gordon Dale has revealed to us on a number of occasions that his favourite night to listen when he's not on is a Wednesday because yeah. it's his bath, bath night. Bath. <laughs> now, <laughs> isn't it bath for the rest of the week? <laughs> it's on a Wednesday. I don't know if anyone else has a bath night. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, you've got to. But so, so I'm assuming you do, you shower the rest of the yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But Wednesday's always my bath night. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is the I obvious d- question? I, I don't. I don't know because I've probably been at the gym, the golf, or whether it's hump week, hump day. Sorry, so I just think. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 can you can you please not call it that because that probably that, takes on a whole different meaning for you than it does for it's everyone called. else. Yeah, Monday, I know that. Tuesday, you've got Wednesday. Get over Wednesday. Yeah, no, listen, then you're looking forward. I, I know what weekend. it means to everyone else, and just worried what it means to you. So, um, <laughs> so to cut to the chase, you like to sit back and bathe with Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy on a Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, I like yep. the Duff and I like the Guid. Um So. Yeah, I like to listen. Um, I do, but unfortunately, last night I had other commitments, so I'll need to have double bath <laughs> night next week. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a life you have! <laughs> well, you should have a camera on you at all times. It was it was hump day after all. So let's get yeah. back to the phones and speak to Charlie, who's on the line. Only to be quick, I think. Hi, Charlie. How are you doing, Gordon? What's your point tonight, Charlie? It's the day we arrive in. When you had come in, and I can remember him sitting next to you, King. And uh, he was asked a question. He turned around and says, "With the help of this man, uh, I'll do the job." I can't remember if he said the job, but he said, "With the help of this man." And I believe if we don't sign Ryan Kent, uh, I don't know what uh, Gerard uh, feeling about this because I think we'd be like doing big time. Uh, I mean, I think we could get the money. Uh, I still think there may be a chance we both sign him. I seem as if he just turned me and said, "No, I'm not getting the money, and I can't sign him." Range, so I know, I, I know they have backed managers previously, Charlie. Do you think Rangers are are, are ready to go and do eight, say, eight million pounds on 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 one player? Well, I think just I I I think if you, you've got to say to yourself, if we don't sign him, there's a chance um, we all know there's a bigger chance we're going to win the league if we sign him, right? Because the Celtic support like I want to be well ago turned me and said. He's a mixer. He's a guy that they can't handle at the end of the day. And uh, him on the park, 
plus the ones we've brought in, uh, I think we've got a major chance. But see if he doesn't get signed or it comes in a free uh, free transfer or uh, on loan again, that'd be all right. But um, I think somebody will snap a lot. Doing, yeah, I mean, doing, it, look, it looks like it. I mean, Gordon. I, of course, you see where Charlie's coming from in the sense that, yeah, he does. He probably would give Rangers a better chance of winning something. Mm. But there are lots of players that you can't afford that would give you a better chance of, of winning something. Do yeah, you? I don't think there's any chance that Rangers would have that sort of money to go out and spend in Kent. Now, everybody's. And by the way, there are two things as well. There's, could you. You know, could you could you possibly do it? And also, do you want to? No, it? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, and, and Rangers have got a big squad now. Um, yeah, it would be a great addition. But everybody talks about the games they had against Celtic. Now, it wasn't really when you look at the forum last year. It wasn't against Celtic because it was even against Celtic. It was against other teams. Right, quickly on the full time teaser. Then oh. we are looking for players who've scored eighty or more English Premier League goals for one club and one club only. So if they scored them for other clubs in the English Premier League, they do not count. You've already got gigs, Letitia Van Nistelrooy. Paul Scholes must be one. Paul Scholes is one. Good shout. Right, um, I've got another. Solshire. Yep, and shout out to the tweeter. Forgive me, I'll find your name in a minute. Who just wrote Ollie Gunner surname because he wasn't sure how to spell Solskjaer The Rangers manager, Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard, let me look on my list. Yes, we'll leave that there. It was Danny who said uh, Ollie Gunner surname. Right, you're doing okay. Gerrard, Giggs, Letitia, Van Nistelrooy, Skulls, Solskjaer We'll get the rest next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Progress nil, Rangers nil 57 minutes on the clock As progress come very close indeed To getting one on the scoreboard tonight The first one was parried by Alan McGregor He came back out to the captain He sort of stretched Gordon and, and, and poked it over the top with his left boot Nevertheless a let off for Rangers Certainly was a let off Gordon I've got to say It was the first chance I've created in the whole match I think McGregor's got to do better He punches it out It comes alive again And the captain juice I think he goes with the wrong foot yeah. there Mark yeah, I don't know why he doesn't take that with his right, right. If he takes it with the right I think he's beating McGregor So that's that little bit of warning to Rangers Just to say look We have to sharpen things up here They went a little bit sloppy I would say uh, Since the second half And uh, progressor Starting to come into the game Look, they've created one chance And you see Tavernier, the captain there Having a little go at his back men And uh, I think Rangers will just need to waken up This is why you can't get away from that cliche About you know the, the first goal being important It gets trotted out so often because it's true At the moment Rangers are very comfortable They've not really had to get out of third gear um, they're, they're 2-0 up but had that gone in then yeah. you start panicking you've got 35 minutes left and, and the hosts would, would get a lift from it but as it stands they're okay of course and uh, these Rangers players when this tie was pulled out they would have been made aware of what happened at this stage a couple of years ago so if one goal goes in you know it's only natural for panic to set in but you're right Gordon Rangers have been comfortable they just need to keep concentrated at the back because it only takes you know, a couple of settings and you find yourself in a totally different game. So as I say, the especially the, the guys at the back just need to keep concentrated. A clean sheet is what they need and let the guys up front do the business. Uh, well, William's been on Twitter. He hopes for the new season that Rangers could score more from corners. He believes they have a real aerial threat, but never seem to capitalise. Tell you what, Golson had a, a, a great header uh, not so long ago from a, a corner that just flashed wide. So... 
I think Rangers have got a, a big enough team to cause problems, but he's probably right. You know that. But again, you look across the board in the league. I'm sure every manager and every set of fans will say that about their their team. They want them to score more from set pieces. I remember we we got Dougie who used to do the, some of the analysis mm. stuff. Remember that last season yeah, when we yeah, asked him what was good, it? What was good. it about one in forty? Was that yeah. what it was? Uh, maybe even more. That's than that, your, wasn't that, it? Yeah. But yeah, fans always get really excited when you get a corner kick. When in actual fact, you've not got a great chance mm. of scoring directly from one. You owe Cat an apology. Who's Cat? Uh, Cat almost crashed her car because you were talking about Bath Wednesdays and Hump Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Cat? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Um, so yeah She almost crashed her car I would, I, I would like to apologise to Kat Yeah um, That was heartfelt Yeah That was beautiful You have a bath in the Wednesday You've got to apologise <laughs> uh, um, Scott Arfield's just gone into the book as well That's the other thing At this stage of qualification Those things add up You have to just be a little bit wary Don't you In yeah. case of, of missing future games um, During the break there Gordon Deal In case you missed it earlier on He's got his new motherwell top For this season It is a lovely top And as I'm sure you know Paddy Power, the shirtless sponsor, if, mm. if you like. So no sponsor across it. It's the white away one. It's got the claret and amber band. And I said, can, can I get a picture of you for for, for Twitter? And he actually, le- didn't he, Mark Wilson? He leaned on the desk <laughs> and gave this horrible See this? pose. Uh, pose. He, since he got the white Instagram, hair, the since silver he, got the fox, Instagram, he, thinks, he thinks he's a model. I mean, he's, come on. He's brilliant. The irony. But will we happen. tell him? When he turned round and no. says, "Get the, get the, get the back of your shirt," and he instructed you to take it from the the head down for some reason. Yeah, he said, "I didn't want my nose in it." No, it was your bald spot. He said, "Don't get my bald spot in." So he's as vain as ever. Anyway, how are you getting on with this teaser? Brilliant. It's uh, Martin sent it in. So if you've never heard the full time teaser before, that's kind of what it is. That you send the questions into us, and we try and trick the pundits or, or test the pundits to see if they can come up with the answers so Martin's question tonight which he sent to fulltime at Clyde1.com and would encourage you to do the same 11 players have scored 80 or more goals in the English Premier League for one club and one club only and it doesn't include players still in the league what have you got for me yeah, you, you already I'll... sorry you already had Stephen Gerrard Ryan Giggs mm. Matt Letizia Ruud van Nistelrooy Paul Scholes Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Henri Thierry Henry, Henry, yes. Drogba. Yes. I I threw it, we we both agreed on Bergkamp. Okay, we'll leave it there. You've only got two to get. You're actually doing pretty good. Yep, you're not not doing badly at all, uh, which disappoints me greatly because usually you two are hopeless at these. So, two to get and about mm, five minutes or so uh, still to get them. As you heard them beat the pundit about signing news for St. Mirren. Today, let's hear from Jim Goodwin, shall we? Who was? Can you even remember the, the player's name? I quizzed you about it on, on Beat the Pundit. Sam Foley. Oh, well done. Oh, from Northampton. Has been doing his homework. Been to a couple of other league clubs. Still got work to do, St Mirren, because they get into the league opener this weekend with one recognised striker. Cody Cook ruled out for up to nine months with ruptured knee ligaments. That They have completed the signing of Sam Foley and Ilkay Durmus in the past two days. Jim Goodwin saying he's also looking to secure Hull defender Sean McLaughlin uh, on loan. Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's been well documented about how uh, short in numbers we've been over the last couple of weeks and throughout the Betfred competition. So we have uh, gladly added some much-needed quality to the group well we're waiting on the paperwork going through but we we hope to have uh, Sean McLaughlin available as well yeah he just actually joined um, Hull last week about 10 days ago maybe from Cork City but he's one that we knew about anyway um, Cork 
were looking for money and, and you know Hull obviously paid what was uh, what was needed um, he's not quite ready to go straight into Hull's championship team but um, you know I've got a good relationship with the management team down there two ex-teammates of mine and you know they made uh, they made that transition up to here uh, very straightforward and easy gladly so just waiting on the paperwork getting loaded but you know it should be all sorted by tomorrow What's the prognosis with Cody? He's ruptured ligaments in his knee you know quite a serious one you're looking at surgery and then probably six to nine months rehabilitation after that so you know we're all really disappointed for him he's a great boy you know he's been excellent in the month that I've been in great attitude you never like to see that happening to anyone Been a difficult start to the season for St Mirren crashing out of the Betfred Cup uh, Perhaps struggling to get numbers in. I did a couple in in the last few days, and then you go and suffer a horror injury to one of your strikers as well, Gordon. Mm. So it'll be an interesting couple of weeks to see what they can do personnel wise and how they start the league camping. Yeah, they've left it so late, Gordon. Obviously, Jim's come in there. He's well, I mean, they've, they've not. They've still got weeks left of the window. Uh, yeah, I know. But you want to. You're starting the league on Saturday. You need players in. You need them hitting the ground running because. Let's be honest, it's going to be a difficult season for St Mern and they can't fall away at the beginning thinking, well, we're waiting for new players to come in, we're waiting for them to get up to speed. I think Jim uh, is trying his very, very best. I think uh, it's got to be a long season. In fact, you will find out on Saturday how long a season I think it's going to be for St Mern when the predictions oh, come in. Oh yes, you two are doing your predictions on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I tell you, there's a few... Dodgy ones in there, Gordon. He wouldn't let anyone see his no, tonight. No, Mings is in like the safe. Is. <laughs> Until he did ask how to spell St Johnston. <laughs> as I get an E at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, what a day you're having. What a day. Uh, oh, at least I got Livingston without the E. Oh, I know. But listen, to echo what Daz saying, with St Mirren, they, they made it a bit difficult for themselves and how long they took to, to appoint Jim and you know, Jim came in and he's playing catch up right away from everyone else. I mean, everyone else has had weeks at pre season here to play catch up, and it's only now he's getting in a couple of signings, and maybe they'll be the difference. Right, before we round up the teaser, Gordon, 66 minutes on the clock, progress nil, Rangers nil, 2 0 up on aggregate. Do you see this being comfortable enough when we go off here? Yeah, I do. I don't see progress able to score two goals. Um, they had their. Two minutes of fame there I think That's it finished Okay full time at Clyde1.com That's the address you need On the teaser Tonight 11 players Have scored 80 or more goals In the English Premier League For one club And one club only You've got Bergkamp Gerrard Giggs Solskjaer Henri Letissi Van Nistelrooy And Scholes I think you've got two to get Right I'm going to go for David Beckham Nope Oh Suarez Didn't in quite Liverpool. score enough Also didn't quite score enough Oh I'm out Hi I stopped thinking <laughs> He says to me a minute ago I've got the other two So I've just automatically stopped it He's words were Leave it to the number nine <laughs> To put it in the back Ah oh, you've just done us then. Pires No oh, um, I've, no, I'm Right money. quick I'll help you with some wrong answers That are coming in on right, Twitter cool. So Frank Lampard wasn't one no, Because he scored from Man yeah. City as well um, One has only recently left Very recently Where did they leave? Chelsea Hazard Yes oh. I had him And the last one I mean you should really hang your heads in shame for this one I mean the guy He's, he's pretty good this guy he, he went, He's gone on to have 
Ronaldo Cristiano yes, Ronaldo Ronaldo oh. There we go Safe uh, face there right uh, Thank you oh, sort of. Thanks Mark Wilson And Gordon Deal. We are back tomorrow Hugh Evans And Derek Johnson Will be here Stay where you are though Because your chance To win £1,500 With Stephen Mill Up next Not to be missed Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompsons.com.